your failure is imminent. Unfucking believable. It's fucking worthless. All day. Fuck shit all day. Dude, I Michael Vick that dog. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with the internet? You look like you're in uh, Syria, Afghanistan. What, what the hell? <laughs> I, I figured they'd make you cut cut your hair. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Job Squad Media Podcast. This is episode four, I think, now at this point. Um, joined today by the lovely crew, including Bomber, Ricochet, and Hiatus Troll. I'm taking over the hosting duties. I'm Sweet Johnny Cage because uh, Bomber's feeling a little bit under the weather. Yeah. He's been dying for the past couple days on our couch. <laughs> yep, slept for about 24 hours the past uh, day, and uh, still feel like shit. So cool. Yeah. How's everybody's holidays? Great. Great. Fantastic. Uh, they were okay. Not too, uh, not a, too eventful, but uh, worked. It worked. I first, I never got a stocking, so it's like I never I know. moved here. It's, it's fucking worthless. We told him to get a stocking like three weeks before Christmas. Couldn't get one. Maybe longer than that. Just lazy. That's all. So went with my work. Yeah, I should have. All right. So uh, last week was our Star Wars episode. I hope everybody enjoyed that. Um, I have not seen it any more time since then. Have any of you? No. Oh, wait. No, wait a minute. Since we did the episode, you saw it like three more times, didn't you? Since we did the actual episode. Did we do the episode before or after Christmas? I. It was before. Yeah. Oh shit. Well, I've seen yeah. it three times since. Yeah, then. I was gonna I say started. you've seen it several then. times since then. Yeah, I saw it th- <laughs> three days in a row with different mm-hmm. people. Uh, the movie just gets better every time. But we'll get to uh, some Star Wars news, I'm sure, in a little while. Um, all right. So this episode is mainly just going to be a uh, a best of 2015, as well as our movie spotlight and the pre-screen verdict. The movie spotlight this week is Interstellar. Uh, we decided to do a, uh, a movie that's been out for a long time. This way, we didn't all have to go to the movies and, you know, see something new. And although it was new to me, and I think it was new to you too, Bomber, right? Yeah, and Ricochet's been hounding everybody yeah. to fucking watch it, so we finally did. You know, it's funny. Is I've had it on Blu-ray since September when he first told me to see it, and I didn't even watch it on Blu-ray. I'd watched it on Amazon. You're <laughs> uh, <laughs> terrible. I don't get that. Well, I was home back in New York, and I didn't have the Blu-ray on me. Yeah. I right. watched it on Hulu. So, best TV in 2015. What do you guys think was your favorite show in 2015? Let's hear it. Mm, who wants to go first? I want to hear what Trolls got to say. I'll go, I'll go last. I want to hear what Trolls got to say, because I know it's going to be fucking like Dawson's Creek or some shit. Dude. Dude, 2015, okay? I mean, we're not going to talk about your favorite shows, mm-hmm. but uh, mine was Game of Thrones way back uh, earlier in the season, earlier in the year. Season five? Yeah, oh my God. Like, <clears throat> I mean, it's not fresh in my mind, but I mean, Jon Snow, man, he had it rough. That's what I, I figured. That was probably like, uh, we. That's what, like one of the most shocking moments to me yeah. in TV in 2015 oh, yeah. was Just Jon like, Snow dying. Yeah, I mean, he gets raped, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's not even what he does. No, he gets no, he, gang banged by yeah, uh, you know, by his own night's watch. Yeah, they gang bang him. They yeah. lead, little kid Spoiler leads alert, guys. Sorry, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I watched it. I mean, you had it. You had about almost a year. Yeah, I thought so I'd say. that's on you. <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah, I mean, no, but I mean, that guy was moving mountains. He was making moves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hey, let's go ahead and. Uh, I guess voted into the Night's Watch yep. on stuff and pisses off homeboy oh, there. I remember this episode now. I remember yeah. seeing the clips. 
And then all of a sudden, you know, he's trying to get the fucking, you know, the wildlings to come and join. Yeah. That yeah. stuff. And then they see how the White Walkers are. Oh, my God. I mean, he, they finally get to see a glimpse of how the White Walkers are and real, you know, and the real deal and stuff. And that, that was pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, so then they knew they were, like, legit. And then I think he just gets freaking destroyed. Yeah. Well, I think he was of... making all the right moves, but yeah, well, everybody no. else seemed to be against him. Yeah, fuck well, I mean, fuck that little kid. Except for everybody little... outside the wall. Uh, nobody, yeah, nobody in the Night's Watch other than Sam and him know about, like, the, uh, or have seen White Walkers. Yep. Uh, Sam if I remember off. correctly. Sam took off with his woman. Yep. He's going to go study up. What about you, though, John? What is your, what's your uh, TV show of the year? Oh. Well, I don't really watch uh, any major TV shows. I don't watch Walking Dead. I don't watch Game of Thrones. Uh, what you and I watched this year, though, pretty quickly, uh, was this season of South Park. That was, yeah, okay. Oh, my God. And yeah. I have watched South Park since the beginning. I wasn't a huge fan of it until maybe like four seasons in when it started getting to be more like political and news humor. Um, but this this season was unbelievable with the, with the continuous <clears throat> storyline throughout and it just kept building and building and building. I wasn't super satisfied with the ending, but it if it had to end some way, I guess that's a good way to end it. Yeah. Um, I do wish PC Principal had told Leslie to shut her fucking mouth one more time. That's I feel true. like that would have been a much better way <laughs> to open that scene or yeah. to, like, to end that scene. I'm surprised um, they did. I was shocked that they didn't do he that. He said it like three times in, in the show, in the season. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, it would definitely be South Park. And... It was only 10 episodes. I know they're usually a lot longer, the seasons, but um, I know I read in an interview, I want to say it was in like Sky Mall or something like that, um, or like American Way uh, on some flight a few months ago that it's difficult for them to come up with episode concepts now because they've done everything. Mm -hmm. So they quite literally just have to rely on the news and sometimes there's not enough. Um, so I think they, knowing that, I think they did a, a an excellent job of creating a story arc, and uh, and just like building up South Park to be the, like the South Park, the town with mm -hmm. Soto Sopa and Shidpa Town and like all the different <laughs> little things with the Whole Foods. <laughs> I thought that was just so smart, and it like it's so out there and random, and yeah. it, it plays into the Randy humor a lot, which I know, <clears throat> I mean Randy's become a, a favorite for the past few seasons. Mm -hmm. Although the last season was basically the season of Randy, so I'm glad they toned it down a little bit since then. But, yeah, it was good. There were just so many great episodes this season. All ten I, were yeah. perfect. Not yeah, perfect, it was a great season. Really, 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 really good. Yeah, everybody's been telling me to watch it at work, and I finally sat down and we start, started watching it. It was really good. Yeah. What about you, Bomber? Uh, well, I mean, I hate to be that guy, but... <laughs> I have, I know, yeah, I have to, of course, I have to say, uh, Walking Once Dead, oh, no. Walking Dead, uh, the whole Alexandria safe zone that they've, they've hit the whole arc of that. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, <clears throat> like the way this half season, so for this year, 2015, we saw the, the end of the second half of season four and the beginning of season, uh, five. The first half, the last half of season four, or the first half of season five, which is weird, right? But and season four ended awesome, and season five, the the little the final thing, I don't know. I assume you got yeah, we talked about it, obviously, but the way it ended with everybody walking out, holding the hands, you know, the shit is gonna go insane. 
when it picks back up in February. So wait, they, they show half seasons, like the back half of one season and the beginning half of one season a year? Yeah, yeah. like like starting in February this, this year, they're going to finish season five. So season five is going to end, uh, I don't know, March, I guess. I don't know when it ends, but... And then later on in November, October, they'll start the next season. So it it has like two two different seasons in one year. It's weird, I know. Oh, okay. Yeah, they because they split up their seasons, but yeah. But the end of season four was fantastic, and the beginning of season five, I think this is one of my favorite seasons so far. Uh, that first half of this season, season five, has been great. Uh, and I did read that the the very first episode of the second this next half season coming up is one of the most deadly episodes they've ever had. They're going to have the most characters dying that they've ever had in one episode. Cool. Oh, my God. Oh, man. So that's going to be crazy. Can't uh, not wait. Yeah, but I I hate – I know because I'm such a huge Walking Dead fan, but I have to go with Walking Dead. But, yeah, that's for me. Cool. Cool. I don't know if we've all had a different show that we thought was best in 2015. Um. I recently watched a show. I think it's True Detective. No, season two. It's, oh it's god, a, that was probably the worst fucking thing of yeah. this year. <laughs> I, I, I can agree. <clears throat> with that. Um, I, I don't really want to call it a TV show, but maybe a miniseries. Is it a Netflix series? It's a Netflix series. Oh, whatever. Um, uh, came on late in 2015. Uh, I I watched it over a two day period, ten episodes. I, I, I was sick. I know what it is. I was sick. And oh. I was—I I just started, it and the first episode grabbed me, and I was hooked. Ten hours, ten straight hours of uh, making a murderer. Yeah, yeah I was, I was exactly about to say everybody at making work. a murderer. If you guys have not seen it, I, I have highly, highly recommend checking it out. I just had somebody recommend that to you. A real life thriller about a DNA exoneree of a uh, rape case, which he was wrongfully convicted for and he spent in jail for 18 years until the dna until dna came about and exonerated him uh but i mean that's really that's just the the beginning you know the initial episode Mm -hmm. and so but it's a documentary that's filmed over a 10-year period of the real life thriller stephen avery who i think uh is framed for the murder of Teresa Halbach. And the evidence that the defense case brings up is really, really intriguing. And you, you can't you cannot believe it. I mean, you can't just not believe what, what's what you're seeing. The state of Wisconsin is corrupt, I will say that. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Well there was I mean, like an article about uh <clears throat> was it how was it the DA he was saying like not all the evidence was like, you know, on that that uh, show was like you know showing about what the what the the DA was presenting there. This is true, but yeah, when you watch the show, you will see just how credible the DA uh, who gave that statement really is. Mm-hmm. And you when you see all the shady shit that happens, you're just gonna say to yourself, "No way, sir! No fucking way!" Yeah. I heard you, everybody you will not believe you will not believe the shit that you see in the in these videos. I've heard some mm-hmm. crazy shit. Yeah, they I mean, don't. you have you have a hundred thousand petitions signed peti- uh, signature on a petition. I'm not well, sure I, if it's for a new trial or a pardon, but yeah, the well, guy deserves a new trial. And not only that, but 
another another person who was just totally wronged during the whole investigation. I, I was, def- definitely check it out. I was about to start that last night. Uh, I was sick, laying in bed, and I was like, "All right, I everybody's been telling me to watch it. I'm, I'm going to do it." And then I was like, I, "I don't know how invested I can be right now because I watch I can't it." Believe it, man. You're in the news. You work for the yeah. news. You should be watching it. Watching. <laughs> I, everybody's been telling me I work to watch it, but I loaded up uh, season ten of uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia instead. Tell <laughs> <laughs> me a better show for when you're sick. Yeah, because I I don't know how I, I passed out like in the middle of an episode. That's why I didn't do it. But by the way, season ten Always Sunny is pretty good so far. It's on Netflix. They just put season uh, like January fifth actually. <clears throat> they put season ten up, but, but yeah, I I'm definitely gonna watch it when it comes out. Yeah, that, that's uh, when I get my, a chance. That's my best show in 2015. Cool. Hands down. So I, I don't want to spend too long on worst, um, but does anything stand out to you guys? Like for me, it was True Detective season two. It was fucking god awful. Anything <sighs> stand out to you guys? You know, I will, I will agree with True Detective. I just think that that was the most sporadic and, you know, that the writing for that show was all over the place. Mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, Pizzolatto wrote every episode but you know I, I don't like it when you have different directors for each episode you know Carrie Fukunaga did all the episodes for season one and yeah. so I mean shot really well uh, I it just I don't know man it felt rushed and it felt like HBO was just wanting to get a get a product out I feel like it just wasn't edited correct yeah like, like the feel- writing just wasn't edited I agree I agree. I feel like they were like, oh, True Detective was, like, so good in the first season. This season can't possibly be bad. There's no need to, like, reel in Pizzolatto at all. And he just fucking went nuts. I'm, I'm sorry, man. When you when you put Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson on screen together and that kind of a script, there's no way you're beating that. Yeah. No way. All right, Bomber, Travis, anything uh, stand out to you guys as worst of 2015 for TV? Mm, not really. I saw... Uh... F is for Family on Netflix, a uh, new animated uh, cartoon that's on there, and it wasn't that great. But I don't, I wouldn't say it's like terrible or anything. A lot of people have said it's like horrible. I, I found it a little entertaining, but I guess that's one of the weakest shows I've seen this year. But I mean, I wouldn't say it's that bad. But other than that, not nothing really. Nothing bad stands out. Troll, how about you? I mean, I don't really watch a lot of uh, TV shows, and if I don't really oh, recollect shit. and okay. Well, I mean, I don't really like if I'm not if I don't like it, I'm not watching. I don't really remember what I don't like. So yeah, yeah, yeah true. So mm-hmm. all right. So moving on. Up next is best of gaming in 2015. Um, I should probably go last for this. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. But uh, what stood out to you guys that was great in gaming for uh, 2015? Well, I guess I'll jump first. Let you guys get your thoughts. Uh for me. Obviously, I don't play that many games anymore. I play League of Legends, and that's pretty much for the most part it, or unless I'm going for trophies. I'm a big trophy hunter. But one game that definitely stood out for me in my is my 2015 game of the year. It's going to be Game of Thrones, mm. Telltale. Telltale's Game of Thrones. Wow. God damn, that's a good fucking game. I, I played the first episode, and it took me forever before I picked up on the rest of it. And once I did, I was so happy. That... Every decision you make, and just like every Telltale game, 
Like, you know, consequences are coming from it. Stuff's going to pan out certain ways. And it felt like every decision I made was the hardest fucking thing I've done in my entire life. It was, it is so good because you know, Pete, you're going to get people fucking killed. And it's just, it was a very good game. And you're these two main characters, like, well, you're actually four characters, but later in the game, you're, you have to pick like what, what's going to happen, uh, live or die between two of your main characters. You've been playing this whole game and I'm not spoiling anything, but oh man, it's really, really fucking good. I put it up there, right up there with the, uh, the Walking Dead, if not better than the uh, Telltale Walking Dead games. Oh man, mm. and oh, it, it's and it's really good. I know, I know, I know. You started watch uh, playing some of it, Ricochet. I, did you ever get past first episode? Uh, we we've only done the first episode. We haven't ventured see, on. See, that's what I did. That's like a kind of inter- introductory episode. You kind of just figured out what's going on. But as soon as you get going, holy shit, it's really good. <laughs> but uh, for me, that's that's definitely mine game of the year if not i i mean i can't pick league of legends because that's like the only game i really play so all right troll what about you oh um you kind of have to agree with like the video game awards here i was i got a hold of the witcher 3 um what are your thoughts on that because i just recently started playing that as well yeah i've oh it's it's amazing really yeah i like a lot i mean i never i played the first two Uh oh (laughs) i mean keep going go 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 I played the first two when they, uh, like, probably a little bit before then because I had the packs and uh, on Steam, and I tried them out, and the mechanics seemed a little wonky, but other than that, like, when I played this one because I saw the graphics on it, I was like, man, it looks pretty interesting. I really want to try it out. So, like, yeah, it, like, it really, uh, like, boy, boy, was I spent, like, probably about, I want to say, over 100 hours playing it. Wow. Yeah, and wow. I wasn't yeah. even I wasn't even scratching the surface. That was more me like messing around trying to get all the objectives on the map mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So and then locking all that stuff and all the gear. So like you know each town has its own you know issues on stuff and you know you gotta take care of those and it's you know usually those quests could take probably about you know a good fifteen twenty minutes or whatnot. But I mean there's plenty plenty of issues that you know goes on in these towns and mm-hmm. stuff. So. You know, like definitely a lot of stuff to do in the game, and then uh, the crafting. No, I didn't really like too much. Um, you know, but like I'm not a person that just goes up and straight crafts. Like most of those games, so Minecraft. Really... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry, you looked so pissed off when I said that. He froze. Oh, never mind. Oh, he froze. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I Travis, love that. What's going on with the internet? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You download some porn over there, son? Uh, dude, I don't download it now. I stream it, and I don't do it on my computer. Mm. Smart. Are you afraid the man's watching? Smart man. Exactly. Exactly. Watching through your curtain back there. Yeah, that, that curtain has been hanging for like twenty years. <laughs> That's yep. awesome. All right. So, uh, anything else after Witcher Three that you thought stood out for you? No, uh, I played a little bit of the Fallout Four game as well, and that was. Uh, that was amazing too. Uh, what was it? The storyline I and mean, pretty much just like The Witcher Three. Uh, you know, a lot of side quests and very big map. Um, was it like there wasn't like a? I didn't really enjoy. Um, what was it? Uh, the companions all too much because mm-hmm. like you know, all of a sudden like I'm rolling around with like you know the main companion for the uh, what was it? The dog. No, not the dog. Not Dude, I Michael Vick that dog. 
But uh, <laughs> no, for uh, what was it? Uh, oh, come on. No, nah, you're fine. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, but I mean, every time I like roll around with like a male uh, character on stuff, uh, he'd like go gay on me or whatnot. He'd be like, hey, uh, want to start a relationship? Like, no. <laughs> like, like, I inspire him so much, and he'd go, hey, man, go like, uh, want to have a romantic relationship? No. Okay. So, but, uh, what was it? I mean, it's, it was, it had a, like a lot of stuff to do in the world, but I mean, you know, like the main storyline wasn't even that long. Okay. All right. Uh, Rico, what about you? Oh, call um, Rico. Call them Rico. It's all right. <laughs> First strike. Uh, um, You know, I haven't really played a lot of games this year. Really? It's mainly just been... I already know what you're saying. I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> no. Uh, all right. What do you think I'm going to say? I'm, you're, gonna, time, you're, you're wrong either way. I'm going to say Bloodborne. Nope. Go ahead. I think Guitar Hero. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say Guitar Hero. Technically, that's a 2016 it is, game, it, isn't it? It is fun. It is fun to play. I think it's a 2016 game for him. Didn't you start playing that in 2016? Oh. I did. Yeah, oh, I guess so. Uh, Bloodborne <laughs> is fantastic, but I mean, I, I'm just gonna talk talk about something that's. It definitely falls in the category of gaming. That something happened this year that I think is is great for gaming. Um. Pretty sure Unreal Engine Four was a subscription-based program. You had to pay to sure. use it. Uh, I think the earlier this year, earlier in 2015, they actually re- uh, made it free to use. And I think you saw an abundance of. Well, don't you now have to? It's free to use, but you guarantee Epic a cut of the sales. Uh, yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah, so it's not totally free. Well, yeah, you could say it's not totally free, but still, I mean. Uh, you saw a whole lot of modded uh, games through the Unreal Engine 4 come out, like Rocket League. Um, I can't, I can't recall the other name, but just the fact that you know there's people out there who create like Resident Evil, Resident Evil 2 remake. I'm pretty sure it's off Unreal Engine 4. Look at, look at what somebody made, uh, Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. The that um, what is it, Kakariko Village? Kakariko Village, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then I saw the Super, the Mario one. Yeah, Super Mario yeah, exactly. Four, the the Peach's Castle redone. That was great. I mean, I, I can't really decide on the best game for 2015 because I just really haven't played enough. Although Bloodborne is fantastic. Fucking a, it is. Yeah, you could say Unreal but, Tournament. You could say Unreal Tournament. I mean, like, I mean Unreal Engine Four as a whole. Okay. You know, that that's what I would say. I mean, for our listeners and viewers who uh, don't know your history, you actually played in an Unreal tournament tournament this year mm-hmm. at Epic in North Carolina. Oh. I did. I Who's did. That? What's that? Whose phone was that? I, I don't know. That wasn't my phone. I think. That <laughs> I think it was Travis. It was a whip it good. Silence that shit. Yeah, that was back <laughs> in September. There was a capture the flag tournament. Yeah, so, and your team yeah. got second. Well, yeah, we we were runner ups. You know, we we lost the first it's, match, and then you lost by a hair. Yeah, the by one finals, of the yeah. most ridiculous flag carries <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, we we kept we tied it up with like seconds to go, like literally a second to go on the on the scoreboard, on the clock, and then like two min three minutes overtime, there was a situation. Um, both our both our, the enemy had our flag, we had their flag. We were both flag carriers crossing the bridge at the same time, and it just happened. So happened to be we were taken out. 
by the cover from the enemy team. So I was the last time. line of defense, and I had my back turned because I was too busy covering our flag carry, which is what I was supposed to do. But, I mean, we all played our best, played our hearts out. But that's all I'm going to say on that. All right. Uh, for my best game of the year, um, it would have been Metal Gear had the game been finished. Uh, yeah, good job, great, Konami. It's a great game for what it is. I mean, it's a game that I was addicted to playing for a long time. I spent a full day playing that game without even realizing. I was up for, I think, 16 or 18 hours just without realizing. Um, just trying to, <laughs> like, not, not not just get through it, but, like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed playing it so much that I just kept playing it. Um platinum got a platinum trophy on it which is really rare for me i mean i only platinum games that uh <laughs> i really enjoy playing um so me too with, me too without ah. it being metal gear it would for me be bloodborne and uh you know that's not to say that there aren't other great games i mean yoshi's woolly world on wii u is really great um xenoblade chronicles x i had started playing um i haven't i haven't dumped too much time into it because i had also picked up the witcher at the same time and uh, Witcher for me, uh, that game just doesn't do it. Like it's a fun game, but it, there's just like an overwhelming amount of shit to do in that game, and I don't find the combat too intuitive. Um, and it's just slower. And I, I mean, I'm playing it on console, I'm not playing it on PC, but I can't imagine it being too much different because it's just the way it works. Um, and I think I've dumped about 30 hours into it at this point, and I'm going to keep playing it until something else comes out. And it, it may be a game that I finish eventually, like by the time the PS5 comes out, maybe I'll like chip away at it eventually, you know, over the years. But um, something else that I like didn't really care about for The Witcher was not care about, but care for in The Witcher was uh, Geralt's voice. Is he just can't speak in a normal fashion? Like he's always like so low that I have to read his subtitles. But everyone else is fine. That really frustrates me. I'm Batman. Yeah, it's just it's fucking perk up, guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, Bloodborne, just amazing. And the old Hunters just made it better, um, which is, it's rare because we, we discussed this a few weeks ago, but DLC for me is usually not something that I'm a huge fan of. But when it came to Bloodborne and the old Hunters, it added three or four new areas, uh, four, I think four bosses. Let me five bosses um and it also you know balanced out the original game too uh made some changes added a new uh covenant uh with a new carol rune um just great game overall uh chalice dungeons could have been done better that's it's one weakness um there's no reason to do them unless you're trying to farm for blood gems for pvp um or if you're going for the platinum but there's no reason to keep doing them after you kill the final boss in there uh, and I feel like that they missed the mark on that. Like they they didn't really do what they set out to do with those. Because um, the way they promoted it, they said you know it's gonna be like a Diablo style thing where it's procedurally generated, and you know you could just keep doing it, fight new bosses. And there's really only like five newish bosses. But by the time you do the dungeons, you know most people leave them to the end of the game. By the time you do them, you're so fucking overpowered that you are destroying these bosses in three hits. <laughs> and it, I'm dead serious. Like, you land one parry on a boss, and you deal 100% of their, their health. It's, it, they wow. don't scale. If only I could make it past the uh, Bloodstarved Beast. Summon me. <laughs> just summon me. I'll take care of him in two seconds. <laughs> summon me. I, I just have, I haven't played it in a while. Uh, so, yeah, that's Bloodborne for me. 
but there th- this year was uh really good and if i had to say something like uh like ricochet did um the final fantasy 7 remake announcement and just the e3 of dreams this year uh we got everything we ever wanted and you know it's all on the way hopefully we'll see some of it being playable in 2017 if not 2018 uh 2016 if not 2017 i forgot what year it was uh yeah. so yeah all right, so that was Best Games of 2015. Let's go on to Best Movies. Uh, who'd like to start on Best Movie of 2015? Oh, that's tough. I guess I'll start. Star Wars. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> Why not, right? <laughs> I mean, <coughs> I haven't seen a movie in the theaters more than once, I don't think, ever. I saw Star Wars four times in a week. Mm. So, yeah, it's a good-ass movie. I recommend everybody go see it. Yeah. I don't think if you haven't seen it yet, you're probably not going to go see it in the movie theater. Well, if you're waiting for someone to tell you to go see it, if you're one of them people. No, I mean, it's different if it's Star Wars. People aren't going to wait for Star Wars. Not this long. Well, I still think it's going to be in theater for like another month. Oh, probably. It probably will. Because it has it come out in China yet. It just did. 53 million. So. Um. What about you? Spotlight was great. What was that? Spotlight? That was the uh, Boston Globe. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the Turn Scandal? On, yeah. The Is that Archbishop a movie? Yes. With Mark Ruffalo. It came out very recently. Yeah. Wait, is that your pick? Yeah. Really? Pick. Over Star Wars? Yeah. Okay. I thought that was really... I mean, I left the theater just... I, that's all I could think about for like the next two days. Okay. Was that whole scandal? <clears throat> I went and did some research on it and everything. I have never, you know, see, I've never even heard of it. It's uh, it's, it's worth a, you know, it's worth checking out. We were supposed to get like free tickets for it because I received like a gift card for Christmas uh, for movie tickets, but the damn <laughs> gift card was movietickets.com. I wasn't told this and. I had to go online like 15 minutes. We were sitting in the theater parking lot, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so pissed off. Why the hell did I get a movie tickets gift card and not just a Carmike or a Regal Mayfair gift card? Please tell me why. So I had to sit there and make an account on my fucking mobile phone, which takes god-awful forever if you haven't done it. I I don't recommend it. This sounds like a really big bitch fest right now. I like it. I like it. I mean – I, I get my account made. It's clearly 10 minutes before the show. I go online, redeem the, the gift card on the website, go to buy tickets for the show, and it says uh, 6.30 p.m. is grayed out for online ticketing. I was like, fuck that. So I had to pay actually pay for it. That's funny. Not funny. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, I've never even, never even heard of that. Okay, cool. And I, uh, I think <laughs> I don't, we need I don't to kill Travis. Somebody, but Travis is killed. Why are we killing Travis? No, just like the camera. Yeah, it's, it's, it was it was blocky for like thirty seconds before while Elias was talking. I I don't know if he's been watching the it'll the, be uh, it'll be fine. I don't know if he's been watching the shows or not, but the 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 man's taste in movie just movie outing experience just gets worse and worse. I will never ever ever ask for a damn gift card to the movies again for Christmas from this person. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, who was it? Come on, man. We're talking about the happening here. Oh, Glenn? Oh, son <laughs> yeah. of a bitch. Son of a bitch. I hope, Glenn, if you're listening, I, I, I apologize. I'm only joking. I love you. 
You oh, make my sure heart. he needs to watch. He needs to watch and listen to these episodes. He needs to. He needs to be on one day. All right. Uh anything else for for your uh, for that spotlight? Yeah. No. I guess Travis has answered for me. <laughs> I was about to say, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, are we talking about a response to uh, Elias's or? Like, yeah. about priest and archbishops grabbing people, uh, kids' dicks. That's uh, that's that's it's pretty crazy. Yeah, the young, the young boys, the young yeah. boys, prospects, prospects. <laughs> oh my god, that's horrible. <laughs> Is that what you call them, Jake? Huh? Prospects. <laughs> I would oh never god. say that. That's like man. the scariest blurred vision I've ever seen. I would never say that. All right. Troll, what about you? What about your best movie for 2015? Have you ever seen the movie uh, that just came out recently, Concussion? No, I heard about it. It was Will Smith, right? Yeah, Will yeah. Smith, you know, and he like plays somebody that's like, you know, like he plays like a foreign guy that uh, was a foreign doctor from uh, from Africa, right? He's got like all these credentials. He, he goes into like pretty much uh, discovering that concussions they end up uh you know damaging the brain really bad and then that the nfl is covering it up spoiler <laughs> spoiler sorry well, isn't it based on a true story it is it is a true it is a true story yeah, yeah i right, mean right, it talks right. about i mean it really goes in detail how NFL has been trying to cover it up and all that stuff and how like you know unreceptive like you know like a lot of the people were about him doing this research and all that stuff even people within his own you know work they were talking about how like oh like you know like an NFL player comes up dead and he's like oh uh, let's go ahead and just like you know not do an autopsy and Will Smith's characters go like oh let's go ahead and do an autopsy we got to find out what's going on mm-hmm. he was like you shouldn't be desecrating this guy you know he's like a, you know like a really a high iconic person like wouldn't you want to find out what's going on with the people that you like uh, like uh, love so much you know mm-hmm. So I mean, he like he puts a lot of uh, his own money in to go ahead and doing this research as well. So, yeah, I heard it's very good. Yeah, it's really good. It's uh, it definitely brought an eye-opening uh, experience to, you know, what the what the NFL players go through. You know what they can uh, occur. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Bomber. What about you? Top twenty fifteen well, movie. Well. Seeing how I uh, I'm on Letterboxd, so I get I can easily keep track of all the movies I've seen in twenty twelve. Uh, oh, there you go. By the way, we and are not sponsored by Letterboxd. We're we're not not yet. But right. anyway, uh, <laughs> I've seen twenty three movies this year. Wow. And that is that's also including like movies for twenty uh, twenty fourteen and older, whatever. But anyway, as far as movies, twelve. I've seen 16, 17 movies in 2015. I've seen 17 movies in 2015. Like actual 2015 movies? Actually okay. 2015 movies. And I'm noticing, of course, all of them are like scary movies, most of them. Sure. Probably 90%. But right near the end, I've I've seen such good movies. Like uh, Spectre was good. Creed was extremely good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, Star Wars. And of course, you throw a ridiculous six in the middle. Um, yeah, that was surprisingly. I enjoyed that movie. And I have not heard anybody say anything good about that movie yet. That's the funny thing. Everybody hates the fuck out of that movie. I thought it was decent. 
I thought it was I thought it was okay. But you didn't see the whole thing. I didn't see the end, yeah. I didn't see the end, but the other part I fell asleep. But anyway, anyway, uh I also I also have to go with Star Wars. Um with Creed a close second. And I also uh, this makes Sorry for me. Uh, it follows was also very good. That was earlier on, like at the beginning of the year. Yeah, good. That was awesome. And I want to pick surprisingly good movie of the year. I know this isn't like a thing that we're gonna do, but surprisingly good movie of the year. Dead Rising, the movie. Hmm. I didn't you know, know they had a movie. I know. Me neither. I got the DVD. I was like, oh, it's like five bucks. I'm gonna get the DVD and watch it. Surprisingly, that was a good fucking movie. Is Dead Rising with Frank West? Is it the character? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't Rob Riggle, Frank West. <laughs> Who? Rob, Rob Riggle. Riggle. It's called Dead Rising Watchtower. Hold on. Let me click on it. Let me see. I'm almost positive that's Rob Riggle because I remember seeing a, a yes, preview for yes, it, it earlier this year, or late last year. Yes. Rob Riggle is in the movie. He's he would make a good Frank West. I could see that working. Oh, he's not. Yes. Yes. He plays Frank West. Yeah. And he's not the star of the film because it's about. The way they did it, it was so good. Like he's on like a, on a TV show, like on the news. Mm-hmm. He's being interviewed, like about his past experience throughout the whole movie, and he's funny as fuck. Right, it's Rob Riggle. Yeah, he's funny <laughs> as fuck, and I I strongly suggest you guys watch. It's not a scary. It's not really a scary movie, of course. I know Troll and John, you don't watch fucking scary movies, but that was surprisingly a very good movie for. And like, I'm sure it was probably as B as they come for okay. a B, B movie, but uh, Star Wars is going to be my movie of the year and Dead Rising, my surprise movie of the year. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. Excellent. I, if I had to pick a worst movie of the year, I would probably say it was Jim and the Holograms. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I know you've been waiting to fucking talk about that. But I would say probably Crimson Peak as far as it's, it's more of a letdown as far as a, not so much as a bad movie as much as a letdown. I thought it was going to be much better than it was. But uh yeah, I don't know if you guys have seen that or not, but Elias would have been the only one that would have seen that, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. But right, anyway, Ricochet, what about you? For Oh, here the picks... movie of the year? Wait, did you already go? Did he everybody already spot... go? He, yeah, everybody picked spotlight. spotlight. Oh. Spotlight. Oh right, duh. Yeah. Sorry. But does it, well, I mean, since we've we all see movies, uh, it's pretty easy to do a worst movie of the year. That's probably easier. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, what do you guys think? What's probably the worst movie you've seen this year? Biggest Megan, letdown. Biggest letdown for me is Spectre. Oh god. Uh, I that mean, wasn't we, a ba- that that wasn't a bad movie. Though. Wasn't a bad movie, but it's a letdown. I didn't really see okay. any bad movies this year. I can give you that. Yeah. I, I I really didn't go to any movies until we started doing this podcast. Truth be told. Yeah. So. And look! Damn. Look all the movies we've seen. Some I good know. Shit so far. I know. See, I wish I had. I wish I had letterboxed. You should. You uh, should have it. I I'm got everything. Sure I've seen more than twenty-three movies in two thousand fifteen. You've probably seen that many in the first three months. Probably, yeah. I know you're a oh movie my God. movie buff. What about uh, you for uh, most disappointing guys? Huh? For most disappointing, what about you, Elias? Oh man, I I can't think of anything. That's the hardest. Troll, <laughs> troll. Do you got any? Yeah, they, uh, they've seen that wasn't good. Make. Not really. I mean, I'm easily entertained. Gotcha. Well, uh, while you're thinking about that, uh, I just want to throw out a documentary I seen that was fantastic. Uh, it's called Chasing Tyson. Holy shit! On Netflix, check it out. It's about Holy the whole Holyfield Tyson 
uh, feud and like battle, like the whole build up for their fights. Fantastic. If you guys are into boxing, if you, not if I think you can watch it even if you're not big into boxing because I can watch boxing here and there, but watching that, I never realized how much went into their whole, their whole, their whole fights and everything they went into. But watching Zuko. Kid. Oh, okay. I, I, my God, I do have the fucking worst movie of the year. But what is I wanted, it? I just wanted to throw I just that fucking out. Thought of it. Okay, go for it. Unfriended. Ugh. Okay. See, I haven't seen that. I, I'm surprised oh, I haven't. That's my God. like that's like a perfect movie for me to watch. So I'm surprised I haven't seen that. Movie. It's that's basically it, right the, basically what we're doing is unfriended, but it's just we're not horror. We're on Skype. So it's a Skype. I thought it was a Facebook thing. So it's a Skype movie. Like yeah, Skype? The, you know Skype conversations with Facebook interaction about a ghost or poltergeist that's you know getting uh-huh. revenge on its killers. And it's yeah. just, I can't believe I paid money for it. Wasn't it a girl who was murdered, or like was bullied into being murdered or something yeah, like that? She yeah, she was yeah. like humili- uh, humiliated on YouTube, you know, for being, huh. I, I want to say, not sure, she was uh, she was face down in the, Interesting. and she was face down and you could see up her skirt and everything, and she was basically humiliated by her friends who were the ones who actually posted it on YouTube, and you know, she killed herself because of it. And mm-hmm. I guess her spirit came back, was haunting them on Skype. So it just wasn't good, huh? <laughs> I was just looking at my wife like, I know I didn't pay no damn money for this shit. <laughs> nice. But hey, sometimes you roll the dice and it doesn't fall in your favor. I seen Hot Tub Time Machine too. That was not, that wasn't bad. I don't think that was bad at all. That was pretty good. I, I thought I was like, okay, this is probably gonna be terrible. But it didn't have John Cusack, so I was like, "All right, we'll see how this goes." But it was, it was really good. Rob Corddry can carry that movie. Yeah, and had Ad- and had Adam Scott. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was really good. I was surprised. I I just want to say this real quick. I noticed as I was doing my letterbox, and I noticed and everything. I'm throwing that out as far as many times as I can. Uh, 2014 movies compared to 2015. 2014 seemed like suck ass compared to 2015. Movie, uh, yeah, quality wise, yeah, you had a couple good things in there, like the Baba Duke was good, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, yeah. Interstellar. I'm, I'm looking at the list right now. See, I just watched Interstellar. Oh, Avengers so. was this year, actually. Jesus, I haven't even seen Avengers, so there you go. Um, but as far as movies I've seen, John Wick was pretty good. Oh, John Wick was, yeah, buddy, yeah. Oof, that was great. That was good. But watch uh, that other- when I was back in New York again. Literally, other than that, I there wasn't. There's like four movies, maybe that were okay. That were, I mean, that were pretty good. But 2015 yeah. seems to have been a lot better year, personally for me, uh, movie wise. So, in 2016, I'm looking at all the movies coming out, dude. 2016, I think it's gonna be really good. We got Rogue One this year. Yeah, I'm not too hyped on that one yet, but oh my god, who's typing the fucking storm? Rogue One, Rogue One, I'm not familiar. That's the Star Wars movie this year. The, oh the, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like the spin-off okay. Star Wars movie that. I, I, what, 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 what disappointed me, like a surprisingly disappointing movie for me, was the Hateful, Hateful Eight. Really? Oh, so you've seen it? Yeah, I, I've seen it. Shit! Well, don't say anything. Yeah, either. don't. Yeah, don't. I say want anything. us. To, I want us okay. to do that as a spotlight at some point. Sure, sure. But yeah, so we're wow, no okay. Way. Interesting. A surprisingly yeah. good movie that if you haven't seen it, that's on Amazon Prime, okay. is Bone Bone Tomahawk. With Kurt Russell, I've 
It sounds like a Kurt Russell movie. I've seen something about that. Obviously, the movie was filmed the same time as Hateful Eight because he's got like the same exact. He looks exact. Yeah, I've seen like a like a, a poster for it or something. It yeah. looked exactly. I was like, what, isn't this the other movie? In the hills of Wyoming, a girl is abducted by some uh, indigenous uh, people. Mm. So, and you know, Kurt Russell and a, and a sounds like band of people go out to rescue her. It's pretty gory, though. I will. I will say it's pretty gory. It's pretty rad scenes. That sounds like Cold Mountain to me. <laughs> Cold Mountain. <laughs> Cold Mountain. All right. So, uh, yeah, I think we can move on. Let's go on to this week's pre-screen verdict. We have three trailers this week. Uh, Jake, you want to run down the trailers that we have this week? Uh, yeah. So we're gonna be starting out. Uh, first movie is gonna be Triple Nine. And I, I never even heard about this movie. I remember I was looking up just trailers, and I saw there was just called Triple Nine. So I was like, okay, well, let me check this out. And it's basically a Woody Harrelson movie, and he's a detective. It instantly, I instantly thought of uh, True Detective when I was watching it, by the way. I don't know if anybody else yeah. did. I, I just kept referencing that when I was watching it. But um, obviously it's got Norman Reedus. It's got uh, – fuck, what's that? Paul uh, – Paul Giamatti. No, f- Paul Giamatti, exactly. No, uh, Aaron Paul. There you go, Aaron, Aaron yes. Paul. Um, and a couple other jobbers in there. Um, but as far as, am I doing, like, am I going straight into my... Yeah, like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you can start. Okay. Um, as far as trailer goes, there's a lot going on, and I really... I know John watched the Red Band trailer first, which, like, he kind of didn't even know what the fuck was going on. But yeah. when you watched the I'll regular one, did, you did watch the regular one. Yeah, yeah I, I saw it, like, when okay. I got back. Good. And it does tell you the kind of the story, like, uh, like a group of dudes are going, they're doing, like, a bank heist stuff. And, like, one of the guys in the, the group of the bad guys is actually a police officer and stuff. And it looks good. And uh, the action looks decent. I, it looked fucking gnarly when they were, like, out of the van and just jump up onto people's cars and start fucking start shooting into them, killing them. <clears throat> but uh, <laughs> I don't think. Oh, yeah, sorry if I cough on you. But uh, hatred. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah it, it's 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 fucking pretty like badass looking. <laughs> but I think Norman Reedus. I think he's gonna die early for some reason. Oh and yeah. Come on, come on. I think same thing for Aaron Paul. He looks like a. Uh, his character looks like one of those little uh, scumbag guys where he's like. Always the fuck up. It looks like you can tell by the way his hair is and the way he like carries himself. They look I don't like think villains. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna last very long, which is crazy because those out of, after watching the trailer, those are the people I'm attracted to the most that that I know the most. And oh, besides Woody Harrelson, and I I mean Aaron Paul. I don't know if this is gonna be a movie for him that's really gonna make him accepted as a as like a movie actor because the movies that he did after Breaking Bad all flopped. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Need for Speed, it probably didn't do good, but I, Need for Speed was a pretty good movie. Yeah, man, that was pretty good. Uh, it it pretty probably smart. didn't make any money, but it was a good movie. Hmm. That's the only one of the only ones I've seen from him, but did you see Need for Speed? That was pretty good. I did not yeah, see I saw Need it. for Speed. Yeah, Need for Speed was good. Probably should but, uh, watch it. but overall, I think the trailer was, it was okay. I think I don't think it's going to be like a great movie, but I'll probably watch it. Hmm. But that's my, my quick thoughts, even though I kind of just went over it, but... <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll go next. Uh, so, like like Jake said, I watched the Red Band trailer first because uh, when you posted that that was what we were going to do, I just looked it up on my own. 
And the Red Band trailer really doesn't explain much. It's just sort of how much gore, not gore, but like how much like gnarly shit can we put in a trailer That's, yep. and get it banned. Um, not banned, but, you know, ha- have it be a Red Band trailer. Um, but then when I watched the, the regular trailer, it looked better. Um, yeah, it gives you the story. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I feel like... I, I mean, there's not much of a story, I guess, but I, I a story. I feel like with Woody Harrelson's character... They are playing on his role of Marty Hart from True Detective because he looks almost the same, but he looks like Marty Hart would have looked if he had have kept drinking and mm. just like sort of like bought into the corruption almost. It's I don't know, like I Woody Harrelson is a great actor. I've seen him in so many different things, but True mm-hmm. Detective really was like his best role in my opinion. And I feel like he's going to be known for that for a really long time. Zombieland, he was good in. He was good in Zombieland. White Man Can't Jump was pretty damn good. Why? He's, oh, okay, sure. Jump. Yeah, if we want to go back to like 1994. <laughs> I I, you said the, ever. You said ever. So from I'm this saying. era, okay. uh, I would say that True Detective is his best role. So I don't, I don't know if I would go see this movie. Um, I mean, you could probably already get my verdict from that. But it, it was a cool trailer, but it, it didn't really sell it for me. Troll, you want to go? Uh, yeah. He's like, uh, when, not really. When I saw <laughs> it, I was really intrigued by, you know, like all the characters. I mean, you see Anthony Mackie's character. It Who's looks that? like he's playing, uh, the cop playing both sides. Gotcha. And I was like, oh man, this is a little more deeper than, you know, you think. You got a, you know, you got cops fucking playing both sides here. And then, you know, <clears throat> what was it? They go ahead and do that bank heist, and it's not over for them, and all that stuff. They got to go ahead and do another one, and they end up going ahead and it says, "Oh, we got to go ahead and do a nine-nine, have free access to the next bank, and all that stuff." I was like, "Man, yeah, we didn't really even say anything about that." The nine-nine-nine, the triple nine, is like the code for like cop killed. Yeah, I mean, I they 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 do a good job explaining it in the trailers. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah, yeah. So, I had no I mean, idea. Not a spoiler, guys. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, and I was, I mean, I really want to see like, you know, how his character is going to roll out in this uh, movie. I mean, that's probably like one of the main things that I really liked about that. And then uh, like the fact that <clears throat> like it just seems more like a, was it like a, was it a, the Battlefield Hardline type of a movie or whatnot? Hmm. Uh, yeah, I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, you don't really see a lot of bank robbery movies out there right now. I mean, pretty sure Heat summed that up. Yeah. All right. Heat. Speaking of Heat, uh, I believe total side note, but De Niro <laughs> and uh, Al Pacino are about to do another movie. Oh. Wow. <clears throat> mm. so, um, so, what was your thoughts, Ricochet? Uh, my first thoughts on seeing the trailer. I kind of want to agree more on the side with John. You know, it looks like they just took a whole bunch of gnarly scenes, gnarly action scenes from the movie and, you know, compiled them into a trailer. And I get that, you know, for the, I don't want to say younger generation, I don't want to call them out, but for me, man, put the plot in there. Make it make it intriguing to me that I'm actually going to want to go see it in the theaters. Did you see the regular tra- the regular one or the red band? Yeah, wasn't the plot? I saw it? the regular. Yeah, I mean, I got I got the plot, but it doesn't look like it's weak. 
the yeah the plot is weak. You're not oh, going to see it, any yeah, in depth like character progression, in my opinion. No, yeah, it doesn't have a strong plot. It seems like a just a standard action action kind of movie. It, it just looks like a quick money scheme from Woody Harrelson to just come in here and just fill this role as a you know detective. Well, yeah. let, let me ask you a question: When does Point Break come out? <laughs> <laughs> no, very serious question. When is it? It's already out. I think it's already out. When, it sucks. When does Triple Nine come out? Uh, February, I think. Okay, well, Point Break has a heist. Triple Nine has a heist. Do you think that maybe they, like, made this movie to sort of compete with Point Break or anything like that? Oh, it's definitely. Uh, you know, I really don't know. See, I like think maybe they're trying to bring the heist genre back. Mm, I see what you mean, but I, I don't know. I think the the marketing on this is terrible. I haven't, like I said, I didn't hear anything about it until I searched for, uh, on YouTube. I searched for like movie trailers. I was looking up the newest movie trailers and I found it. Before that, I'd never even heard of Triple Nine. Did you guys hear Triple Nine before nope. I brought it up? No. no. Oh yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it maybe once or twice. But uh, I only heard of it when I was looking researching Norman Reedus's you know list of uh, filmography. Uh, okay. Yeah. That was back when I was playing the PT demo. Oh shit! Okay, Not that long ago. That was that was yeah. a while back. Yeah, it was in production. That's, that's yeah, that was like a year ago, year and a half. Going back to what John, you know, kind of like how, you know, one studio's battle and another with their interpretation of the heist movie. You know, I mean, I kind of see how that could be portrayed. You know how, like, you know, you had Deep Impact and Armageddon. Mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, I don't think it's that similar, but I mean, yeah, but. I, I kind of see where the correlation is. I can't yeah. believe they redid a. Uh, oh my god! I shouldn't have. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's <laughs> we need to. We need be to like redoing Roadhouse or something. Maybe not do a full spotlight on it, but we need to see that movie so we can. What? The Point Break. Point break. <laughs> oh my god! Have a comparison that and the fucking the original. All right. So on the topic of Triple Nine, what are our verdicts? Thumbs up. Thumbs down. We can't even see Travis. Yeah, oh. Travis, what do you got? You go first. Yeah, since uh, your camera's messed up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. I'm going to give a... Man, this one's a tough one. This is, I think this is one of the toughest ones I've done so far. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. I'm going to give it a thumbs up, yeah. I have a thumbs down. Ricochet, what are you going with? A down? So we got two, down. two Separated ups. at birth. Two up, two down. Ricochet and John down. Me and Troll giving a thumbs up. Right, well, I think it'll be okay. We'll I mean, not see. like I don't think it's gonna be a like good movie, like a great movie. I think it's just gonna be it'll be watchable. Sure. All right, so let's go on to The Conjuring Two. Yeah, a movie that I will not see. Yeah, you and <laughs> Travis. <laughs> so I'll get this Fine. out of the way first. Yeah, you guys, you two should go first since you guys don't watch scary movies. Uh, the jump scare at the end, I saw it coming. Yeah, like, of course. It, not not just that I knew a jump scare was coming, but I literally <laughs> saw the guy coming. Like, I, the way the camera, it just looked so obvious. Yeah. Um, what I didn't know is that these were based on true stories or like yeah. true accounts. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but eh, I'm not gonna go see it. I don't watch horror movies. Yeah, you I, I won't even it. give a thumbs up, thumbs down. I'll, I'll go in the middle on this one. Oh, you gotta give a thumbs. No, up. I'm not. I, dude. The, it's the it's based trailer, on it's, it's the trailer. Movie was, spotlight. Movie spotlight. The, the point of the <laughs> yeah. trailer is whether Let's or not it's going them. to make me go see the movie. But I will not go see the movie regardless of how good a horror movie trailer is. <laughs> but, but, okay, uh, but let's say was the trailer for you was it good or bad? 
Did it, it was, seem like it was good? Did it seem intriguing? Not really. Not really? Okay. But that's, again, that's like, I'm enough. going into a trailer like this already being dismissive. Sure. That's understandable. So. All right. What about you, Troll? Same thing? Uh, I, I like the trailer. You know, like the girl's on the swing with, you know, the, the older lady and she goes like, you know, you're going to die. You know, like just tell me that, you know, you need to die. <laughs> well, that's tough. I was like, man, like, and then like the, what was it, the scene where she's in the room and she's like, uh, what was it, goes upside down or whatnot and then the inverted crosses. I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. That's uh, pretty fucking great. I mean, you know, like they show like this, like a few of the scary parts and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man. What's that? A few? You think it was just a few or, or all? No, I mean, they showed a few. I mean, it's like it would intrigue me to go ahead and watch it if I uh, wasn't, you know, if it wasn't like, you know. Yeah, exactly. The big old Vag. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, dude, I mean, I am are... not into scary movies, but I, I mean. And I understand that. I if understand. I wasn't in the, if not I wasn't in the scary saying. movies, I'd probably watch this. I'm not big into you platformers, know. so. You know, yeah, I mean, you know, this trailer doesn't give a lot away, but I mean, there's not really a lot to give away when you're talking about like a horror movie, I would imagine, right? Sure. So. All right. So what about you, Ricochet? Um, uh, you know, first off, see, I'm excited. I'm excited see, for yeah. The Conjuring 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, I, when I first watched The Conjuring <clears throat> in theaters, I think on opening day. I uh, was totally intrigued to go and research further on the cases of Ed and Lorraine Warren, and th- that was in, in, in part to actually buying the Audible version of mm-hmm. their case files. Which, if you haven't listened to them, they're pretty, pretty creepy and pretty, they're pretty great. Um, as far as the trailer uh, is concerned, I think I think it could have been done better. Um, maybe not so much showing so many. You know, scary scenes. Granted, they're like really, you know, really fast uh, uh, in conjunction to each other. You know, you see that almost that uh, they're they're snapping to and from pretty quick. But I mean, still, you get an idea of like why put all those scenes in there. Just give me. I would actually actually play audio from the case file. You know that describing which which case we're talking about here because it just says the Enfield Poltergeist. Yeah, it doesn't really say. You what know, case give us some background in the trailer. You know, yeah. from actual audio from the case file that will tune me in to go actually go watch the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, which I'm not saying that won't happen in another trailer, but yeah, yeah, because they'll release the initial, several. They'll release several trailers. Usually, the initial trailer you would I, I would do that. That was of course if I was helming the project. Yeah, but I'm I'm definitely uh I definitely like the trailer. Yeah, um, I I think Conjuring is definitely one of my favorite scary movies in the past. Like I don't know, I wouldn't say ten years, but I'm gonna say a long time. That's definitely one of my favorite scary movies in the past. Good, good long time. We'll say that. Long time. But um, I I don't think Annabelle, which was like a kind of a a spinoff they did. I don't think Annabelle was done that well. When they went and did Annabelle, it was okay, and I went with you to see that. And I, I did you think Annabelle was that great? I didn't. I wasn't big on Annabelle. Um, um just for a couple scenes. Yeah, I mean, of course, a couple, a couple scenes, scenes. It wasn't that great. 
Yeah. And I'm hoping that they don't kind of like go down a mediocre route like that with this one. Um, I don't think they're going to, man. I think you know this is the same director from Conjuring 1, the first yeah. Conjuring, James Wan, and he's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, the trailer, there's not you don't see very much of Ed in it at all. You see a little bit of Lorraine. And you don't really see much of like the family. You just see the little girl. Um, I don't know exactly what case. I can't think of it off the top of my mind. But I did the same thing. Whenever I got out of contract, I went and I looked up like Ed and Lorraine Warren. I looked up all their shit. And of course, this the one good thing about this trailer is it says the next story. Which means, obviously, that they're going to continue to do more stories from yeah. Ed and Lorraine's uh, case files which is good so we're not going to get just a couple movies out of them but as long as it's good trailer wise i agree i don't think it i don't think it was that good of a trailer um there was hardly any talking the talking they did do when they're on the swing which is what troll was talking about that was good that gave you kind of goosebumps where she's like uh they uh they said they're gonna hurt you and she's like when did they say that like just now it's like oh shit but uh that scene with all the crosses turning upside down to desecrate the the Trinity, mm-hmm. you know that you hear that a lot in the case files. You know, mm-hmm. that's a, definitely a sign of a, a evil entity. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I don't think. I mean, I, obviously, I got to see more of it. But as far as trailer wise, it was okay. So let's do our verdict. I'm going to go in the middle. You're going. I, the... I'm just not going to see it. So sure, understandable. Uh, Travis, are you going to do anything? Uh, is it like, would I watch it or... Yeah, I mean, you can definitely rate it. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch it. I'd give it, give it a thumbs, thumbs up. up. You give it a thumbs yeah, up? I'm not, but I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> you would watch it, but you won't watch it. So the trailer kind of did the job for you, but you're just not going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I'm just not going to watch it, unfortunately. Gotcha. Uh, I'm going to give it a thumbs down trailer. Wow. I'm, I, that has nothing to do with the movie. I will definitely watch the movie. Trailer-wise, it didn't do it for me. Uh, it kind of let me down trailer-wise. But that has nothing to do. I will definitely see the movies as soon as I can. And it comes out right before my birthday, four days before my birthday. So that might be a little birthday trip, just saying. But, yeah, uh, buddy. Yeah, might have to check that out. But All right, let's go to the last one. Load it up. What's the last one we got, Jake? The Brothers Grimsby. That's right. Brothers Grimsby. Uh, mind if I start this one? Go, go for it. So I'm a very big Sasha Baron Cohen fan. Um, I have the allergy show on dvd i have most of the british episodes downloaded uh i mean i loved the allergy movie i loved the borat movie the <laughs> bruno movie the, the, the bruno <laughs> movie was okay but i mean sauce baron cohen is just such a like a comedic genius and he can play dramatic roles too like he did in um was it johnny depp movie oh, uh that's shit. talladega nights no 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 um oh shit yeah. the demon barber fleet street Oh, uh, Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Todd. Yeah, he was in Sweeney Todd. He did a great job. Um, so I'm signed in for this. I'm signed off for this movie. Like, I'm going to see it. Um, I think the concept is really good, and I'm glad that he's not doing another character because there were rumors that he was doing um, another character. Um, he may still be developing it. Who knows? Um, another, like, documentary-style character. Um, I don't know if he can really get away with it anymore. Maybe he can, yeah. since it's been a while, since it's been almost 10 years since Borat and Bruno. Um, and the Allergy show had... Uh, Allergy had, like, a, an actual, like, theatrical movie, not a documentary-style movie. Um, 
So yeah, I think it's funny. I think it's a really cool idea, just in general, like brothers separated and they become completely <clears throat> different. I think that's very, very cool. Um, so yeah, I, like I said, I'm I'm pretty excited for it, and I think the trailer was great. The action was good. It was funny, um, and it seems to have a really good cast, and I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I'm gonna second that. That's definitely um, like I like how at the end. He ends up getting the gun and he's like fucking shooting everybody, taking them all out. Yeah. Like, so he's like, so they're brothers and they can tell they're still, they both share that, uh, that skill. And I think it was, it looked way more funny than I anticipated. I was yeah. like, okay, this is going to be kind of more action, kind of more. I thought it was going to fall in between, but it looks very funny. Action looks very good. I, I think it looks fantastic. Yeah. How about you, Elias? I agree. Uh, I totally, I totally forgot about the Allergy Show. Oh, How do you forget it, about that? How do you forget about that? My used to watch that show all the time. <laughs> and I, I don't know why until you just said it. It clicked in my head. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, I I remember seeing this trailer a couple months ago. Oh. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, I'm glad to see Sasha Baron Cohen back to comedic roots. Mm-hmm. Um, I've really you know, seen. He did, a spill, he did a little spill of a spill of Sweeney Todd and Les Miserables. You know, kind of doing the more serious parts, and uh, but yeah, this this just has all the right reasons to go see it. Yeah, I mean, he just has a goofy looking face. He just <laughs> he looks, does. Man. He just looks goofy. It's he's hard. Smart. He's smart he, with his comedy. He's it's easily transformed. Which yeah, I shouldn't say easily. Like obviously, a lot of effort that goes into it, but he just has the ability to kind of become whoever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what about you, troll? What do you think? You know, uh, if I had... We heard you laughing if, while you were watching it. I mean, the bathroom? Okay. What? Well, I'm joking. So, okay. So. <laughs> right, I'll continue. Well, you, you're done, right? Bloop. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you didn't know who was in the actual movie, I thought it was like... Oh, going to be an action movie. And then all of a sudden, you see Sasha Barton Cohen come up and go like, Man, I got us some tickets to the World Cup, England's World Cup. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, he pulls up his shirt. So is the tent. Oh, like, what was it? Like, uh, uh, was it New uh, England's uh, World Cup champion? Mm-hmm. Uh, was it 2 uh, was it two zero 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 sixteen? I was like, oh, my God. Feels like you know that says it's like a like a couple of thousand years later. You're like, oh well, they gave me a couple extra zeros, uh, you know, for the bonus. The joke's on them. I was like, oh man, that has got to be. This is gonna be a funny movie. So, what do you think of the whole like the brothers, the whole brother angle? <clears throat> I like the play on uh, the twins thing right there. It's uh, pretty funny. It's very uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Double, uh, what was that? Double Impact? I'm kidding, by the way. Which John Claude Van Damme? I'm kidding, I'm impact. kidding. Double Impact, uh, what was that movie where he's got twins? He's twin with his. I think there are two, a couple of movies where he has twins. No. No. So. Pretty sure it's Double Impact. Pretty sure it's Double Impact. I'm gonna look that up. Okay. But. You're probably right, though. Alright, so thumbs up, thumbs down on Brothers Grimsby. Double Impact. It's double Impact. Uh, thumbs up. Thumbs up from Troll. Thumbs up. Thumbs up from everybody. That's unanimous. Unanimous. That's rare. Yep. 
That's <laughs> <laughs> rare. Sorry, guys, if you're listening. Trolls having some issues with his mic and his camera. And his internet. And his internet. So, But anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, rare uh, thumbs up from everybody. All right. Double Good impact. Deal. Uh, Good four, deal. 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, that much, huh? Yeah. All right, so that was this week's pre-screen verdict. And uh, this week's final segment is Movie Spotlight. And uh, for this episode, we chose to do a movie that uh, we it'd be a lot easier for everybody to see because of the holidays. It might be difficult for all of us to get out to a theater, you know, spending time with the family. So this episode's film is Interstellar by Christopher Nolan. Uh, let's change scenes there. All right. So, uh, Elias, you are sort of the Interstellar resident expert. When did this yeah. movie come out? Was it 2013 or 2014? 2014. 2014. November. All right. So uh, I'm pretty sure on every episode there's been at least one reference to me needing to see Interstellar by Elias. Really? Yeah, it's definitely come up a bunch on the show. Um, so when I was back in New York, I was pretty bored, so I figured, you know, why not watch Interstellar? It's on Amazon Prime. And I have to say, I am very, very glad I did. I'm a Christopher Nolan fan. I've seen the Batman trilogy. I've seen Memento. I've seen Inception. Inception's one of my favorite movies. Um, so I'm really glad that I saw this. And, uh, yeah, I started off the last couple segments. So uh, why don't we start off with uh, Troll this time. Troll, what do you think of Interstellar? Oh, I thought it was amazing. Okay. What would you like about it? Oh, just the fact that, you know, uh, it's talking about, uh, was it a... Uh, a world that is dying and you know we need to go ahead and sustain the world or find a way to uh you know keep the uh, human race alive mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know it's also you know movie about a father's relationship with a daughter and stuff okay fuck that little kid by hey hey that kid she yeah. saved the world Tell my Cooper. Yeah. Well, she got fuck help Tell my murph she got help yeah murph yeah, murph, murph. murph yeah murph who's murph yeah. who's cooper him. Cooper is Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, Murph, yeah, okay. All right. Uh, Jake, what about you? What did you think? Uh, yes, I also am glad that I sat down. I got up uh, at like 8 a.m. one day and came in here, and I was like, you know what? Load up Hulu. Let me watch some Interstellar. It ended at like noon because the movie's like five hours long. <laughs> uh, but it was Doesn't good. Doesn't feel like it, though. Doesn't. It was good. Um. Some things that I did like about it. Well, first of all, it got – I knew whenever he was – obviously when it was – we're not worried about spoiling anything. No, God, no. If you haven't seen it, yeah. Anyway, uh, when they saw – the books were falling off the bookshelf and then like the stuff was lining up. Obviously, you knew something was up. Somebody was showing them that the stuff was going on and it made you believe that it was like aliens or uh, some other – something from a different like dimension or something going on. But the main thing that I wanted you to believe that it was them or they, which were the aliens. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it does the fucking flippy floppy on you and find out he's the one fucking behind the bookshelf. <laughs> as he, at Five hours later, you find out it's him behind the bookshelf. And I kind of – I'm not going to lie. I seen that coming. Did you? A little more than – like <clears> – I'm <throat> trying to find out when I thought of that throughout the movie. It was – Pretty early on, not like I think it was before he went to space, before they shot off. I'm like, I don't think this is gonna be alien. I think this is gonna be them. I think I, somehow I don't know the exact pathing of how I thought of it, but I thought somehow that it was like him as the one telling, like trying to uh, 
warn them of something. But uh, I don't know. I think that it was very good, but I'm not going to lie. That was kind of trippy as fuck, that whole thing. <laughs> okay. And it did throw me off. It did throw me off a little bit. It was a cool concept. Um, obviously, extremely far-fetched, but of course the whole movie's far-fetched. But um, cool idea. I cried during this movie at one point, not going to lie. Ah, yes. We agreed I, on 90% there. Yeah. Uh, the moment that I did cry, I told Jess that I was crying, that I cried during it, and she's like, what? You cried? And I'm like, yeah, fucking it got me. It was the part where at the end of the movie, he finally sees his daughter, and she's old laying in bed and everything, and he walks in and everything, and it's just, man, that was it like, gets you. that was super, super emotional. And... The reason I hated her so much is because the entire movie, she fucking hates him. She's yeah. like, oh, he abandoned me. He did this. He's like, no, this motherfucker's doing everything he can to fucking help you, help the world, help everything, and you fucking hate his guts. Man, there's so many different – you felt so many different emotions throughout the whole movie. The hate, the there, there was definitely funny parts like the, the machines, the little yeah. – like, uh, I forgot. case. Yeah, the little machines <laughs> that work with them and everything. There, a lot of comedy relief in that, and it's just overall, it's just a really good movie. What's that honesty setting at? <laughs> honesty yeah. setting, yeah. And he's like bumping it down throughout the movie. Yeah, or the, that was the uh, the uh, humor setting. Humor setting. That yeah, he, he was bumping down. But I think yeah. it was really cool at the very end where he he got the machine back and he was reprogramming it in that little uh, makeshift house on the yeah. new planet. It, that was a space station. Space station. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. But I think. Uh, Go ahead, Travis. I think the scene that really got me was when <clears throat> Doctor Man, like he pretty much fucks everybody over. God. And Perunes of that, oh. that guy. <laughs> I didn't like that. Fucking Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon. What a fucking. I didn't know he was in this movie. Shit. I didn't know he was in this movie. Yeah. No one did. If he popped up and I'm like, what is this fucking Martian? The it's movie a, The Martian. Yeah, it's a prequel. Pre, uh, prequel for The Martian. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Is that what, what is that Martian? Does, reality. does the Martian have anything to do with this movie? No, no, so, no. Yeah, yeah, like I said, like when I, we were talking about the Martian, I guess uh, you know previously, <sighs> like you know, dude, he was just in a space movie. You know, he and was he gets stranded. Yeah, he gets stranded, and then there he is. He gets stranded in this one too. So, but I mean, yeah, I mean that whole thing where they go ahead and like you get screwed over by Doctor Man, and then they have the re like redock with the spinning. Like orbiter or whatever cool. it is. Oh man, that was so Dude, intense. Man, that that yeah. line. The music, the music there. Oh my gosh. That was a very good scene. Very good scene. It's just just spinning. He's like probably one of go. the greatest scenes of that movie. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't. I, I thought it was a very good movie. Um, I liked how fast it moved in the beginning. Like they wasted no time. Yeah. M- like getting them into space and. Like if you if you look at a movie, I don't see many many space movies, but a movie like Armageddon, there is a lot of time spent. Like y- you know what you're getting into with that movie. They're going to space to get on a comet and like <clears throat> do something about it or a meteor or whatever. But it takes like 30 minutes to get there. Yeah. And either yeah. I-, I didn't check the timestamps or anything, but it felt like they were in space within the first 15 minutes of the movie. No. I mean, it was early, but it wasn't 15 minutes. But, like, there was no training montage. There was nothing. It was like... Well, because he's already a pilot. Right. We need you to go to space. Okay, kids, I'm going to space. See you later. I'm in space. <laughs> like, it was, like, super, <laughs> super quick. And it I was. liked that a lot. And it they was. spent 
I, I liked how they spent a good deal of time explaining how uh, like the like the lapses of time um, happen. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. I liked how they really like brought it into not layman's terms, but they explained it in a way where it became understandable. And At first, yeah. And and they did it in a very clever way where. They needed. Um, I saw this a few weeks ago, and I didn't take notes, so that's my fault. But uh, the, the 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 black guy that they were traveling with, uh, the the guy who's recording all the data. Yeah. What was his name? Anybody remember? Mm-mm. Uh, nope. same black guy. I don't. I don't. I don't remember the name. Well, his name either. Matt uh, Matthew McConaughey asks him, like, "Well, what do you mean by that? Like, like when they start talking about the flux of time, he was like, well, what do you mean by that?' And then like that's. Matthew McConaughey asking him for us to explain it to the audience. Like I, yeah, I, I exactly. like I like when movies do that. Like they, they do it. You know, not not hamfisted, but it, it's clever in a way. Um, and we feel Matthew McConaughey's like <laughs> sense of urgency when they go into the first, but the the, the water planet, and Ooh. you know they they get wrecked for an hour, and it turns out to be twenty years, and he's like, "Fuck!" He's flipping out. I wanted to beat the yeah, shit dude. out of her. When he's she like, went, ah! Yeah, he Ooh. almost turns Super Saiyan. Um, <laughs> something that I the whole Tesseract sequence I, I didn't really get it Like, I feel like they explained everything so well up until that point You're, when he's behind the bookshelf yeah and that yeah. just sort of came all of a sudden and I feel like they tried explaining it but like because there was a sense of urgency like they needed to you know <clears throat> like push Murph into doing it and to like you know send her the messages I, I get all that but I feel like it was just never explained. They tried to pull an M Night Shyamalan with that shit. It's pretty much well, that's how a it Nolan went feature, man. Nolan does that. But like see, he did it in the Inception. No, Nolan's feature is movies not ending. Like yeah, Batman. that's what I mean. But this movie has an ending. He like the does it? Yeah, he leaves and goes to get um. What's her it, it really doesn't have an ending. It doesn't. Sure, it does. He's leaving to go get her. That's that's the ending. But like. And if the wormhole is kept open, he gets there. Like, it's very simple. I mean, you don't know that, though. But you do. You there's, no, there's no reason for him not to be able to get her. Uh, I mean, it took a long fucking... It was pretty hard for them to get there, so... No, their space station is only days away from Saturn or something like that. Well, then yeah, why, and They're, like, and orbiting then, Saturn. Then why is she still there by herself, then? Because she, her ship well, crashed. Keep, well, keep in mind, though, too, like, you know, like, since they've been gone... Like technology on the Earth side has like increased dramatically. Yeah, so he got a well. new cruiser. Like, the, yeah, he was like, like an upgraded version of what he was originally flying. Yeah. Uh, Only something... because of the data that he was able to send. Well, sure. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm not, it's not like I'm saying it's a bad thing. Like, I'm right. just agreeing no, with what yeah. Travis was saying. How like because so much time had passed, like eight, sixty years had passed on Earth, they were able and, to upgrade so much. Right. And, and he so, he's, so he would be able to get her super fast. Right, and he was so lucky to be on, you know, on that side of Gargantua that the oxygen remaining in his tank, you know, just so happened to be on the 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 time lapsing side of, you know, what every hour is seven years on Earth. So yeah. he was lucky, very lucky. Um, the other thing that I really, really liked, and I noticed that no other film that I've ever seen has done this. Yep. Is that when they are traveling through space, it's silent. There's no music. Like they even show like the like the like the exhaust of the of the ship, like pushing, you know, air out or whatever, and there's no sound. 
because there shouldn't be sound because it's a vacuum. Oh, yeah. Like that makes perfect sense. But it's you know it's very common for filmmakers to like always have some sort of sound effect. But this really like engrosses you in in their world of space. Yeah, and the fact and, that there's no sound. And they tried to. I mean, that was the whole premise of uh, what uh, Nolan was trying to go for was a realistic science fiction movie. Yeah. I mean, they brought in even a physicist. Until they did the M. Night Shyamalan deal. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, that was the fiction part of the science fiction. Um, but, like, he brought, a, like, a physicist. Like, I forgot his last name. is Kip Thorne. Kip Thorne. Yes. You know, and they took so much data, and then they made that wormhole. Like, they said that, like, it took them, like, I don't know, like a like an obscene amount of time just to render those scenes because of like you know how much data was involved, mm. you know because then they didn't like conceptualize that the fact that the wormhole or the black hole would be like a sphere instead of like every movie you see it's a flat disc, right? You know, so that kind of put things into perspective there, like you know, like oh yeah, you think it'd be round, like you know, like a ball. And I, I got a question. <clears throat> um, he says that they put it there. So they created the black hole? How? Well, that Did was their assumption. That? Yeah, That's I don't think it was ever proven. No, well, then how think... did it show up then? No, I don't think that the black hole was... Uh... He said that when he was behind the bookshelf, he said, we put this here. Yeah. No, I think, I think he's talking about the wormhole. Yeah. yeah that's how, did they, how, would they, how did they put the wormhole? They never explained that. Well, because they can manipulate gravity. Like, yeah. what Matthew McConaughey is saying is that, like, they, either humans or some next evolution of humans created that in order to save their race. Like, it's it's sort of like time is a flat circle, like that whole saying, like, mm. what has happened will happen and it will keep happening. So, like, in order for the human race to keep existing, something had to have happened in the future. Like, this, it's sort of difficult to explain. Like, this event will always happen like so okay we have the human race and whatever year this took place in like 2150 or something like that um so you have the human race then and then at the other end of the event you have the human race and say like the year 7000 they don't ever specify now in the year 7000 like the human race or whatever the next race is that we become knows that in the year 2100 the earth is becoming like a barren wasteland and it can no longer sustain human life. So they give them a way to like save themselves, but the event will keep happening. It's not necessarily like somebody from the past traveled to the future and put it there. It's the fact that this, this event just kept happening. It's so hard to explain. It, it does make sense, but it's very difficult to explain. Like you got to look up the theory of time as a flat circle. <clears throat> It's a mind-blowing movie, man. Yeah, it's it it does make some semblance of sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, some stuff like made sense. Um, as far as all that went, like once it got into that part of the movie, it was a little. I felt it took a slight bit away from it, but that's my opinion. Like it was a little too fucking far out there. I I liked everything he. He sacrificed himself, the machine, shot her off, and I was like, all right, now he's going to go out there. He's going to send back the research. He's going to die. He'll save the planet and all this stuff. Cool. And then it fucking, all right, he fucking floats off into space, falls behind the bookshelf. What? 
Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. I mean, it was cool. It was definitely different. It was outside the box, but it's a little much, I guess you'd say. Well, the reason he was able to be behind the bookshelf is because the next generation, the next race that humans become are able to manipulate the fourth dimension, which is gravity. So then they use that to always be able to, like, not time travel, but manipulate things in the past. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know how him slipping through a fucking wormhole enables him to do that, but, or, like, whatever creature or being, like, found him and, like, put him there to do it, but. Yeah, because he, like, falls down, looks like an elevator shaft at yeah. first, and he's, like, falling, then he just grabs on, and it's like, what the fuck is going on? One thing I didn't like is the fact that uh, TARS was, it was TARS at that point, right? Not Case? Yeah, TARS. I, yeah. I never understood how TARS was able to keep communicating with him. That made no fucking sense to me. True. I, I know what you mean. Because TARS went to a different place. TARS went to go get the research, correct? Yeah. Right. He fell into a black hole, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, TARS I was thought... going to the other... I thought TARS was going to the other side to get the research no, that they needed. It was, uh, TARS and... Uh, and uh, Are you talking about Cooper. on the planet? Tars and Cooper went to the same place, same area. Are you talking about on the planet, or are you talking about when they went into the black hole? In the, the end. The I, th end th I thought Tars was going back to Earth no. to give them the research. No, he was going places. into the black hole to get the data yeah. so he could relay to uh, the uh, whatever you the ship oh, is. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, you don't okay, you don't okay. remember Cooper saying, "I'll see you on the other side, slick." And then yep. <clears throat> yeah, that, I was sort of I like. I was still being, like, blown away by everything that had just happened. <laughs> so, like, I guess I missed a few things, but I was, like, what still freaking say? out about Matt Damon almost fucking them to death. Matt Damon. Dude, dude, that shit pissed me that off. That was weak. I thought that was very weak. That was just unnecessary. No, I like that. That he was a fucking little bitch, and he was afraid and didn't. But what did he want to it? accomplish? Like, he was, it was just showing how much of a piece of shit he was. Greed. He was greedy. For yeah. what, though? Like, Selfish. To save himself, dude. He was he was uh, not he was losing his, his he was losing his mind. He didn't yeah, care dude. about Earth. He wanted to care about his life. Yeah. He was marooned like on there. He was like I'm, um, like when he before he uh, went to sleep, he thought he was a done deal. Mm -hmm. You know, so he faked he faked all that data just so hopefully. So that why they not come... say I faked it so someone would come here and rescue me? So let's go. Like why not say that? Because it would reveal that he's a piece of shit. Ugh. I don't think anything was wrong with that at all. I think, but was... they were on a rescue mission, like yeah. But okay, keep in mind well, though, they weren't really on a rescue mission. They keep, were keep in mind though, like Coop was about to leave after that. Yeah, he was he... like, I'm, I'm done, deuces, you know, because we gotta, you know, we're like, uh, there's no way that we could go ahead and save, the, you know, the Earth. Mm -hmm. So if we got to do the population bomb, and then that's uh, when uh, you know, he was like, oh, we need all the ships and all that stuff. You know, you can't just leave. On your own, I think is what uh, what happened. And he just went, went ahead and took it on himself to go ahead and do the whole thing, like what he did. But and the the other thing that bothered me too about Matt Damon is that when he's like docking the ship, and he doesn't get it right, like I feel like everyone knows that you'll be sucked into space if you're not completely sealed. Like what a fucking moron. Well, he's a yeah. doctor. He's not really a. Uh... Plus, he's not thinking straight, guys. This guy is I, literally. I, I didn't think that his character was. It didn't have to be like that with him. I thought All that I was, was just sort of dumb. The whole line, the whole, the best line in the movie was when Case tells him that's not possible, and Matthew McConaughey says, "No, it's necessary." Yep. That we're docking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
great movie. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, another <laughs> scene I liked was in the beginning where you have the parent-teacher conference. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> oh. That's good. Oh, man. How'd it go? Like, I got you expelled. <laughs> I got you expelled. To, you're like, yeah, so how are you going to punish me? Like, oh, we got a baseball game coming through in town. I think I'm going to take yeah. her to one of those because she likes it a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Oh, man. That, Matthew McConaughey. You know those scenes where uh, the doctors are going to cryo sleep? You know, he's the last one, and he's with Case or Tars, and he's asking the questions, you know, and Tars is giving straight answers, and he looks right at him and says, yeah, but you ain't got a poker face, do you? <laughs> Walks on out. But, uh, you know, Cooper Station, he goes, oh, they named it after me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn right, they better have named it after you. And he finds out, no, they named it after your daughter. I'd be like, excuse me? <laughs> well, didn't they name the, the black stadium? hole? Get the shit to you. Didn't they name it after? Didn't they name the stadium after him? Wasn't it Cooper Field or something like that? It was Cooper Station. Cooper oh, uh, the uh, the stadium. Space Station. What about the baseball field they were playing on outside the window? I don't know. I don't think sure. they said anything. Back and check that out. Yeah, I, I just didn't like some of the character progression. Like even like the Michael Caine thing. Like he yeah. knew that it wasn't gonna work. Like come on. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I get like not every movie's gonna have happy endings. Not every movie's gonna have good people in it. Like not good people. Like. Not it's every not character is going to be a, a good person. Ending. This movie had a happy ending. Oh, no, no, it did. But, like, certain things happened where it's like, God damn, like, do you really yeah. fuck people over at this point in the movie? Like, Yeah, after coming so off hard. of, uh, well, I can't remember, the, the Hydro Planet, and you have to sit there and watch all them logs. Yeah. Dude, that's rough. That's I think that's the part I that was, I cried at. I was like, Jesus Christ, dude, this guy. Also, Matthew Casey Connelly Affleck a turned into actor, an asshole. Dude. There's a lot of assholes in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that fucking Murph. <laughs> yeah, I never, I didn't get Casey Affleck's deal. Like, like. Oh, the the son. Yeah, like. Oh, at the end where she's like, she's trying to save his family, and he's like, "No, fuck you! They're staying here." It's like what? Yeah, yeah, like they're dying. What the fuck yeah. is wrong with you? Yeah, he already had a son die already. Yeah, yeah he, and Murphy even said, like, what, are you going to bury another one out back or something like that? Like, that was cold as ice. <laughs> and he was like, you son of a bitch. It's like, hey, she's true. She's being true. <laughs> but I like how the 70s show, dude, he, uh, I like him. Grace. He was pretty Grace, funny. I'm going to get this fucking tire iron. This guy comes back. Yeah. Yeah, he was pretty funny. <laughs> and that was smart know. of her, too, to set the crops on fire to, to get herself more time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Overall, though, I think it was it was definitely really good. Um, if I if if I did more time and looked into my uh, letterbox thing, I could see if it was my favorite movie from 2014 that came out in 2014. Yeah, I'm glad that I finally watched it now. See, <laughs> see, I see. Uh, Conjuring came out. No, Conjuring was 2013. Mm. Your eyes are open. I think I'm all caught up on Christopher Nolan now, except for his first movie. You seen the Prestige? Yes. You haven't seen Memento or which one? The um, the one before Memento. It's one where he's like observing, following people. Yeah, I think it's yeah. in black and white. I think it is too. Yeah, whatever that one is. I have. Hot seen damn! It. Hot damn! I I just looked at my thing. I'm gonna say this is my favorite movie from the year 2014 that came out. 2014 was not very solid. Lackluster, no. man. No, it really wasn't. But. I'm after looking at the entire all the movies I've seen. This is definitely my favorite movie from 2014. The guys, man, I know you guys are ready for March. What's March? 
Isn't that when Warcraft is is landing in theaters? No, no. no I'm not somewhere. going into that with high hopes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys are, you guys are holding back now. I didn't yeah. go into Star Wars with high hopes either. So maybe it'll turn out to be great. Well, I'm going to look forward to it. I don't care. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's not being done by Yui Bowl, so it's got to be better than yeah, well, anything else. I'm excited. <laughs> All right, so I guess that wraps it up for this week's episode of Job Squad Media Podcast. Uh, I guess. We what do you guys want to do? What do you guys want to do for the uh, spotlight next episode? Mm. Gem and holograms. Episode you... one of uh, Shut up. Making a Murderer. <laughs> episode one. Each episode will cover another episode. Maybe we can do Making a Murderer like how you guys want to do the Walking Dead. How you guys do the Walking Dead thing? Maybe we could do a segment on Making a Murderer. Absolutely. Well, that's a lot of hours we got to put in though before our that'd next be, episode. That'd be ten episodes. That's ten hours because they're an hour apiece. Well, yeah, each, but it wouldn't each, be an hour each, worth uh, of podcast every week. Podcast, different yeah. episode. Oh, yeah. is that what you're talking about? Doing it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, one episode of podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Shit, that'll take us all year to finish. We do these bi-weekly. What are you talking it's about? Only ten episodes, bro. Yeah, right. All right. We'll maybe, figure. We, maybe we could do two episodes a week. Well, we'll figure something out. Yeah. We'll figure something out, and we'll be back. Uh, but yeah, close out. Anybody got any plugs, real quick, before we go? Yeah, if you haven't watched Making a Murderer, make time <laughs> in your schedule to watch it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Letterbox, check it out. Yeah, not sponsored. Not sponsored yet. I, that would be awesome. We should but, just try uh, to get sponsored by them so I can stop saying that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, for real, check us out. iTunes, uh, search Jabba Radio. Uh, we'll be on there under that. Um, YouTube, if you're watching, if you're listening to us on iTunes, search for us on YouTube. Type Job Squad Media. We'll be right under that. Uh, pretty much it. Follow us at uh job squad media on twitter i'm trying to do a bunch of tweets on there I'm, you guys need to start fucking tweeting i know i know i know Fucks. i'm on twitter all day too <laughs> i like to do a plug sure. yeah do it plug okay it. um uh unplug coca-cola and pepsi they're both delicious the fuck out of here if you hey, if you had to pick one which one would it be oh coca-cola thank god all right if if they're yeah. all, what about you everybody coke mm. yeah yeah coke yeah i think i'd be coke too yeah well dr pepper's a coke product so i'd hope so yeah. There you go. I like. I like All but right. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's do the Twitter sign-offs and uh, let's get out of here. Uh, I'm John Sweet John Cage Gallagher. You can find me at SJ Cage on Twitter, and uh, I tweet a lot about random music and video games, mostly video games. Uh, and then we have Ricochet over there at I two I zero C H E T, talking about Mad Unreal Tournament. That's easy to find. And that's it. It is. Very easy to find. Yeah, it's I two one three five seven G F right. I try to stream whenever I can, but I got a puppy right now. I'm going through puppy training. Yeah, the 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 testing grounds for having a kid. It is, <laughs> but you know what? It doesn't last as long. Still gonna have to have it. What are you talking about? You're gonna cook it after uh, you know training? No, it'll be able to hold. Yeah, never mind. All right, we got a hiatus troll down there at hiatus. Troll or hiatus stroll, as I like to see it. Hmm. Uh, and then we got Bomber at the Tech Direct up there, the usual host, but he's been feeling under the weather this week. <coughs> and yep. as he said, you can find us at Job Squad Media on Twitter. And uh, yeah, so uh, that's been Job Squad Media Podcast Episode 4. Thanks for watching. We will see you in two weeks. Have a good night, everybody. Peace. Later.